hello besties welcome back to another episode of the pursuit of happiness i hope you guys enjoyed the first one today i am going to be talking about growth um growth is really difficult (laughs) oh shit um growing is really hard um growing pains are real not just when you're a kid and you wake up in the middle of the night because you're in pain growing pains continue for the rest of your life just not in a physical sense because it hits you one day that these people that you thought might be in your life forever it turns out that they will not be because you've outgrown them um and that is a natural part of life it doesn't mean there needs to be a huge falling out It doesn't mean that there's a fight. It doesn't mean anyone did anything wrong. Sometimes we just outgrow people. Um, And I think that that's really difficult and not something anyone talks about. Like, we talk about friendship breakups. We talk about romantic breakups. We talk about, like, having an ex-best friend that you really don't get along with. We always joke about um, sophomore year of high school, sophomore year of college, kind of being some struggle years, um, which I fully agree with. (laughs) Those two years were probably the roughest of my experiences. Um, I'm about to go into my senior year of college, so I can update once I graduate, which is scary. But anyway, growth is hard, and I think that we're always expecting there to be like a huge reason to not be, to stop being friends with somebody or to outgrow them. Like, I think we're always looking for a big fight or a big disagreement um, because that makes it easier. It's easier in our brains to victimize ourselves and to villainize others when we have. A difficult experience with them whereas when you really feel like you and some people just don't click anymore that can be really awkward and uncomfortable to try to explain because how on earth are you just like hey I'm not really feeling it anymore like that's hard but it doesn't need to be that like you know I try to think of it as like how I was in elementary school and middle school. I had like a new best friend every year. I kind of BFF hopped. Um, I had some friends who were consistent throughout the years, but like my primary best friend kind of changed. It was just like who I was at that time. And it was very natural. It was never like they would call me to hang out and I'd be like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. Like we both just kind of stopped reaching out to each other at one point. Generally, it was over the summer (laughs) when we didn't have the school directory readily available to call each other like we did every other weekend. Um, And I don't get why that has to change when you become an adult, probably because we're able to communicate our emotions a lot better than to simply just ghost somebody. But I think a gradual ghosting isn't isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. Again, take this on like a case-by-case basis. This isn't necessarily an advice podcast. I'm not responsible if you do the things that I say and they don't work out for you. This is just my personal experience of things, is 
I find that I outgrow people sometimes. And it's really, it's similar to outgrowing clothes, right? We can keep them in our closet, but we are not going to wear them. So what is the point? Like, they are taking up this space that new clothes could have. Um, And you may argue, and this isn't necessarily a bad point, that maybe one day you will fit into those clothes again, i.e. maybe one day you and those friends could connect again. And I agree with that. But I don't think there's anything wrong with outgrowing people. And... Like, it's just, the reason it's hard is obviously if that other person is not in the same growth aspect as you, and you kind of have to leave some people behind, and that can be really awkward when someone hasn't done anything wrong to you. You're just not feeling it. The same thing goes for relationships, like romantic relationships, I mean. You can just outgrow people. I hear people all the time on reality TV shows or otherwise talking about like, oh, they're such a nice person. They're so kind. They're really funny. Like there's nothing wrong with them. I just don't feel it. Like there doesn't have to be anything wrong with somebody for you to just like not necessarily want to be super close with them. Like we can't be close with everyone in the entire world. And I'm sure that there are billions of people that have nothing wrong with them. But that doesn't mean that we need to open ourselves up to them. Your time, your presence is a privilege, not a right. And people don't just have unlimited access to you, um, which is something I'm learning as I'm going back to therapy. This is also a big part of my trauma. I'm a huge people pleaser. So if you um, kind of relate to that, you might relate to feeling this awkwardness of not wanting to kind of fade out a relationship just because you feel like you don't click anymore because that doesn't feel like a real reason in your mind. And I'm here to tell you that it is. It is 100% a real valid justifiable answer and reason to have. Um, It is your life. 100% truly your life. And while that's kind of obvious, it's also something that's quite easy to overlook. Because I am the type of person, and maybe you guys can relate, maybe you can't, who used to struggle with putting everybody else's life, goals, happiness above mine. I was on the back burner in my life. My own life wasn't about me anymore. It was about not wanting to hurt other people, not wanting to cause other people pain, wanting to be there for everybody constantly, always. And let me tell you, that shit will drain you. It'll drain you so fast. Um, Because we are not meant to be at everyone's disposal. Not everyone is meant to have access to you because that shit is tiring. And I'm also more of an introvert person. So while I do love hanging out with people, I recharge alone. Um, However, there are a few people in my life who, and these are people I know are going to be in my life forever because we've already had such a long, solid friendship, relationship, whatever it is, 
and they're, they've shown me time and time again how understanding they can be, and I hope that I'm doing the same for them, that, you know, these are people that I don't feel drained afterwards. So as like weird as it may sound, assess how you feel after hanging out with people. You know, did you thoroughly enjoy the experience? Are you really looking forward to the next time you're seeing them? Um, do you feel like uplifted and energized? Obviously, it depends on the circumstance because if you're going out and clubbing and partying, which like no hate, like I do that too, um, but you're not going to feel super like energized right when you get home. You're going to be exhausted and need to go to bed. But you know what I mean? Like emotionally assess at a time that feels right for you how you felt after that and take everyone else out of the equation because I would go "Um, yeah that was that was good yeah I was fine with that fine with that in my life I don't want to be fine with anything (laughs) like I want to be enthusiastic about things you know and obviously you can't be enthusiastic about everything I'm not enthusiastic about paying my rent or my utilities, or like, you know, different things like that. But when we're allowing people into our space, into our time, into our lives, those are things that we should be enthusiastic about. And I wholeheartedly, 100% have gotten coffee with people I didn't want to get coffee with, solely because I didn't want to say no. Um, I struggle with this a lot. <laughs> Because in my mind, if I don't have a valid reason to say no, such as like me being busy, then I don't need to say no. I can just go. Let me tell you this. Unless these people have access to your Google Calendar, they have no idea if you're busy or not. And it is fully okay to just say, hey, I can't. I'm busy. Thanks. Um, Let me tell you some things you don't need to add to that sentence. Let's rain check. Let's find another time reach out later. I'll reach out later. No, no. Stop making promises to do things that you don't want to do. This is really difficult. It's a hard thing to do. I struggle with it a lot. Um, so this is also advice for myself that I need to fucking take. Um, (laughs) because I do it all the time. People reach out and they're like, oh my God, let's meet up. And it's nothing against these people. It's truly not. It's just that Like, I don't feel excited about it. And life is too short for me to be doing things out of the convenience and, like, consideration for others without zero benefit to myself. That sounds a little messed up. I do enjoy helping others solely just to help others. But I, at the same time, am not a charity. So the time that I give to other people that benefits them and drains me is not worth my time. I love helping others. And when I help others in something that I feel passionate about, like making this podcast, or I used to film YouTube videos, which I'm hoping to get back into, or different things like that, like those things fulfill me and fill me up. But when I'm doing essentially like charity work to just like grab coffee with someone I don't want to, I don't feel good after that. And I used to just tell myself, it's just an hour long coffee. Like, what's it worth? Like, don't be dramatic about it. Just go. Like, it's not that bad. But the truth is, I'm not a great person to hang out with when I don't want to hang out with people. (laughs) And I have learned that. 
I am not enjoyable to others when I don't want to be there. That's really, that's how consent works. This is truly a conversation in consent, which extends far beyond a sexual setting and is so much about emotional vulnerability, like physical presence, all that stuff. If you aren't enthusiastic about it, the other person isn't going to have a good time because they can tell, they can feel that energy and like, it's just not worth it. So it is okay perfectly okay. I'm here to tell you this, that if you feel as though you have outgrown somebody and you don't really want them in your life anymore, or you don't really want them around anymore, that's okay. It doesn't need to be a big dramatic thing. It doesn't need to be a fight or like even like a statement. Like it just will happen. It truly, it'll just happen. And if you're feeling resistance in that happening, stay strong to your gut and your intuition and what feels right to you. And that is the hardest part about this is because you will say, hey, I can't do that. And they're going to ask why or please or just for a little bit. And first of all, it's difficult to state how you feel at any instance, at least for myself. It is even more difficult to do that again (laughs) because you're feeling this pressure, right? This other person wants something for you, from you. Why can't you just do that? No, as hard as it is, like literally like picture me there with you. Not that you guys know what I look like, but envision me as a five foot four brunette girl because that's (laughs) what I look like. (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) and just imagine me there with you and you're like nope it's okay like just the other day my best friend who I adore was like hey do you want to FaceTime right now and truly I was exhausted I am so tired and I usually have all the time in the world for Laura because I love her to death and she is one of those few people that really does like fuel me and I never get tired of her but I was genuinely exhausted and I knew for my mental state right now, I couldn't hop on a FaceTime call with her, nor would I have been a good, enjoyable pal to FaceTime at the moment. So I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I just can't. And then she was like, even for a little bit, because like she misses me and I miss her too, you know, and she loves me and she really wanted to talk to me. And I was like, I'm just, I'm so sorry, I can't. And it's hard to do that thing. But then she was like, that's totally okay. And that is what people who love you will do. Let me say that again. If you set boundaries, people who love you will respect them. And that's that. That's it. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And obviously, you know, she like wanted to ask again because she really wanted to talk to me. And I love her and I don't have any issue with that. But, you know, if she had pressed me again, I would have been like, hey, dude, like, no, okay? Like, when I state my ground, like, please just know that that's how I feel. Um, And that's a big kind of trigger point for me because a lot of my trauma was based on coercion um, and people breaking me down to the point where eventually I give in. And it's a very hard lesson to learn to just stop doing that, to stop allowing other people to break you down 
until they get what you want. Because those aren't true friends. Those aren't real people who you want in your life. And if they're going to meet, when you express what's best for you, if you get met with, with arguments about that, like those aren't true people. Those aren't true friends. And I've had this happen to me before where I was like, oh, like some friends were hanging out. I was like, oh, like what time? Like maybe I can, maybe I, maybe I want, maybe I want to go. And they told me what time they were hanging out. They told me what they were doing. And it was a rough day for me, (laughs) rough day mentally. And I was assessing whether or not I should go because I was like, oh, it might be good for me to go out right now and like not just stay at home. And then I thought about what I really needed, not what everybody else wanted me to do, but what I needed for myself. And what I needed that night was to stay in, snuggle with my dog and go to bed. That's what I needed. And it was really awkward for me because I had asked when we were hanging out (laughs) to express that I, that I couldn't do it anymore. And I was met with so much resistance for that. People were angry at me for deciding what was best for me. And I totally understand that I like flaked on plans and I get that. However, I wasn't the only one involved in these plans. I wasn't even initially invited to them. It wasn't something we'd planned out. It was quite literally a day of type of thing. And no one was hearing me out. No one was listening. And it was super frustrating. And then I got to the point where I was like, you guys don't want me there if I'm going to be like this, first of all. Just being brutally honest, I'm not going to be fun tonight to hang out with by the way. So I'm doing everybody here a favor by me just staying at home, doing what's best for me, and also letting you guys have a good night where you guys don't have to be concerned about me or worried about me or try to make me feel better. Because I just need to, like I mentioned in the last episode, when you have these emotions, you just got to let them flow. You got to stop resisting them and trying to be happy 24-7 because that's not realistic. And they were like, oh, we just, we really want to see you. And I was like, that's not what you said to me. (laughs) You didn't say, hey, Catherine, I really want to see you. You said, why can't you come out tonight? Like, you said you were going to be there. Um, And that kind of showed me, hey, maybe these are people I should spend less time with. If they listen to this podcast, it's going to be really awkward, but I honestly don't think they will because I don't think they're that invested in my creative endeavors, which is okay. Not everybody has to be. It's fine. (laughs) These things are just for me. But if they do listen, sorry for talking shit on the internet. I didn't use your name. This seemed like a relevant lesson. Yeah, hope you're doing well. We haven't talked in a bit. And you know why we haven't talked in a bit? Everyone else who's listening? Because we outgrew each other. Because my kind of mental journey at that point didn't make me the best friend to them. And their reaction to my mental journey didn't make them the best friends to me. So we mutually weren't benefiting or hurting each other. It was just this really awkward neutral space where it was like what are we doing here if no one is really 
happy right now. And that's hard, but that's growth. And it goes back to the, you can keep the clothes in your closet, you're never going to wear them once you've outgrown them. (laughs) And who knows, maybe eventually we'll circle back and we'll be close, but that's not going to come from me, (laughs) which sounds a little messed up because if everybody did that, then like no one would ever hang out, you know, but I've tried. You put the effort in, you do what you can, and that's all you can do. And when you don't get that back, you just have to go, okay. It's the weirdest thing to me. Like, I have become very quick to block people on social media or unfollow them. You don't even need to wrong me. (laughs) I just might not want to see your content anymore. Maybe it wasn't good for my mental health. Because some people really do only post the highlight reels and it can become a little toxic where I'm comparing myself to these people. And it's nothing against them. It's not their fault. But I just need to remove myself from the situation. Or (laughs) there are instances where it is that person's fault. Um, And I'm upset and I block them. Because again, not everyone needs access to you. And people are always shocked at that. They're always so surprised that it's so easy for me to just block people. And I'm like, listen, if the only relationship I have with you is through social media following, you are quite obviously not a huge person in my life, (laughs) right? Like, if you don't even have my number, if you don't have any other form of contacting me other than Insta DMs, we're probably not that close. So why are you mad? Like, people, I know people who have those apps where you can see, like, who's unfollowed you. I had that in middle school. I don't anymore. Personally, I think it's a little childish. I know I might get hate for that. I'm simply not concerned with who follows me, who doesn't, who's blocked me. I'm just going with, you know, that's probably what's best for you on this journey. So I hope that serves you well. I used to be so obsessed with, like, my Instagram, like, following to follower ratio, like, you always need to have more followers than people you're following, which is dumb, (laughs) like, there's just dumb fake rules where people are like, oh, you're not cool if you don't do that, no, the coolest thing you can do is just be authentically who you are, and everything else falls into place after that, So, like, I blocked somebody recently-ish, kind of, because they wronged me, (laughs) and I didn't need them in my life anymore, and it took me a really long time to muster up the courage to do that, because, again, it's difficult for me to let people down or to feel like I'm letting people down, and I reminded myself it's not my responsibility to cater to everybody else in the entire world. Um, So I blocked them on pretty much everything, and unfollowed them, and just left. You know, I'm, I'm generally don't block people and then stay following them. I think that's a little weird. (laughs) I remove myself from the situation. And then, uh, this person doesn't reach out to me, but reaches out to a mutual friend and is like, Hey, do you know why Catherine's like removed me on everything? 
Oh my God, I have had several people reach out to my friends to ask why I have blocked them. I could never imagine doing that. I could never imagine being like, hey, I saw that this person unfollowed me. Why? Especially when I'm not that close with them. It's not like I just like, I'm like chatting with someone constantly and then I block them and then they're left out of the blue with no, no reasoning. Like generally we don't speak anymore. And then I've blocked you or unfollowed you or lost interest or whatever. And you're just doing what's best for me in that instance. And people are always asking other people why. And I'm like, you are so invested in me, apparently, which is a little scary. Like some of these are like ex-partners of mine. And I'm like, you're still that involved. Like, I don't care what you're up to. I do not care what you're doing. But apparently these people are really invested in what I am doing. <laughs> um, I just thought that's, I just think that's interesting. But regardless, going back to this, block whoever you want, unfollow whoever you want. It is your life. And I, I saw this thing and it was like, how am I going to let you make me mad on my own phone? And that clicked with me. I was allowing myself and like putting myself in the situation to see these posts from these people that constantly made me upset. They, you know, it triggered something in me because I didn't genuinely like these people. So I didn't want to see what they were up to. So by seeing what they were doing, it made me feel mad. So then I was getting myself upset on my own phone over other people's business. And I was like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) If I'm in control of anything, it's my fucking phone. So I just let it go. I just unfollowed people and I'm so much happier and I really don't think about it very much until other people are like, hey, so-and-so wants to know why you unfollowed them. And then I'm like, I don't know, tell them you don't know (laughs) because I'm not going to start speaking speaking to them through this like third party middleman. I don't want to talk to them. So they don't get to talk to me and I don't owe anybody an explanation. So yeah. I don't know if this whole thing is going to sound like I just ghost people left and right because I really promise that's not how it goes. There's generally a natural end to things. And then other people just somehow, like months later, realize they can't message me when they go to message me again and then get upset about it. But it's not someone I'm talking to every day. Anyway, basically, to recap it all, growth is natural. Growth is what we should be doing. And in the same way that we don't fit into clothes from seven years ago, we might not fit in with people from our lives from seven years ago or this year or this month or whatever. And it is fully okay to just grow out of people. And it doesn't need to be a big thing. It doesn't need to be a thing at all. It can just happen. And you don't need to feel guilty for it. Because your life isn't meant to be lived for everybody else. And I think I spent so long prioritizing other people's feelings and other people's emotions and how other people were going to react to my actions instead of considering what actions I wanted to do. And that's so messed up that I'm 21 years old and I've spent two decades on this planet 
putting other people before me. I mean, probably not that much because there was a point in it where I was a toddler and didn't do anything, but you get what I'm saying. So I decided I'm done with that. Um, I can't wait to tell my therapist about this podcast. I think she's going to be really proud of me. Um, I hope that this is helpful. Um, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Stay tuned for episode three. Um, if you've liked these so far, give me a little thumbs up, five stars, follow, subscribe. I don't know how it works, but whatever the option on your podcast platform of choice is, do that. Um, have a great day. Bye. Talk to you guys next time.